0: Oh, i'm brent
1: (laughs) so uh we're gonna do a spoiler review of logan but we're gonna do it at the end of the podcast because i just want to talk freely and not worry about it and so when you start hearing us talking about logan we'll remind you again if you haven't seen it but you should be safe until that point um i wanted to talk to you about a little guy named richard simmons
2: i was just reading about him today yeah, yeah. Uh
1: yeah, that's Richard Simmons. <laughs> in Case you don't know. Uh so Richard Simmons has gone missing for like two and a half years. Um they started this podcast that's been three episodes in. I've been listening to it. It's really fucking good. It's called Missing Richard Simmons. And it's done by this guy who has a class with Richard Simmons. And basically, Richard Simmons started this class before he got famous in the 70s. And uh, he would show up every day to do workouts with everybody. And then, all of a sudden, he was just, like, gone. One day out of nowhere, about two and a half years ago.
2: Well, it started, like, uh, it started off because he was doing the class three days. It was, like, a a Monday, a Thursday, and, like, a Saturday morning class. And then, it like couple weeks into that it became like a one a day and then nothing
1: yeah and so they're basically trying to get into the um they're basically trying to figure out what the hell is going on with richard simmons like is he okay is somebody controlling him like (laughs) but for real like that's a real question there's questions as to whether his maid is actually kind of controlling him because there's been a couple of people that talked about it and she seems like she kind of runs his household. And apparently he's not, like, he's got a lot of depression. And he's just, like, um, I don't know, like, super depressed. Like, he won't leave his house or anything. He used to run out during bus tours. Like, he knew the schedule of the bus tours. And he would run out and... uh he would make sure to like shake everybody's hand and stuff and take videos with them and let them take <laughs> pictures and stuff. Like when they were doing the star tours of which they did like four or five times a day, like at his house. And so like, this was like how much he was engaged with everybody. And then he just like disappeared and he doesn't talk to anybody. He doesn't answer emails. He doesn't do interviews. Uh, he doesn't give statements. He doesn't do anything if at I all. I
0: did star tours and they stopped at Richard Simmons house. I would probably be pissed off and want my money back. Like, yeah. of anyone mm-hmm. you could possibly drop me off, I would not want to go to his house. Maybe he's stuck like the music stopped and he can't sweat to the 80s anymore, so he's <laughs> just keeping it all inside. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, you know, from what I understand, the deal meal cards were still going strong, so... <laughs> but uh it kind of concerns me because i like look he's been a constant in my life like he's just been there somewhere in the background and he always makes me laugh every time i see his outfits uh once again in case you forgot what he looks like (laughs) uh this is one of the tamer outfits that he wears but uh so i usually did a lot of red yeah yeah, a lot of red. Well, actually, like every color of the rainbow and sometimes the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I I don't know. Like, it's really weird. What do you think might have happened to him?
2: A, he got old because he's in his 70s now. Yeah. And I don't know because I was reading an article today about it and <laughs> it was something that popped up. Over a year ago, and I remember reading about it then and because he had been missing or out of the limelight for about six months. And then he he came out publicly, but he was really out of it. Well, I remember seeing it. I mean, it was like a really sort of scripted thing that the, that he did, his public statement and that was the last i had heard of richard simmons
1: yeah um it, like they said his knee was starting to get out of sorts and so he's having a harder time doing the class so i almost wonder if it's his health failing but i also kind of wonder if like his like so his maid is also his caregiver apparently and i sort of wonder if she's just like kind of using like him a for his money
0: thing where she has him tied to the bed and she's like, you will now do no sizing today. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, yeah, kind of.
0: need me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it might be something like that. Like, you I know, don't know.
2: The, that last interview that I was talking about a minute ago, he, I, I wonder if he's do, dealing with like Alzheimer's or dementia on top of things.
1: That thought had occurred to me too. Like maybe it's something where he can't go out in public So he just won't. But regardless, if if it's something like that, I wish that they would release a statement. But maybe he was just like, I don't want people to know. But they're going to find out when he passes if that's the case. So it's like, you might as well get out ahead of it instead. I'm not
0: going to be sad if Richard Simmons dies. Like, of all the star-fucking-celebrities that die and people are sad, he's not one that I will care about.
1: See? I, I care though because like especially if you listen to his podcast, like I knew he you seemed like
0: to his podcast
2: what's the, that the is missing
1: Richardson oh Simmons the
0: missing movie. Richardson oh okay I yeah and he had one that you listen to see
2: that if he had a podcast it would be one thing because at least he has some public presence yeah but I mean he is like off the off the map.
1: And apparently he's got a Twitter (laughs) handle, but they're just recycling old tweets right now. So it's not even like he's writing new stuff on there. But um, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, Richard. The thing with Richard Simmons, though, is like he's a very empathetic person. Like he's goofy and he makes me laugh, but like he's very empathetic, too. And I... I guess it's because my mom used to watch his, like, workout show when I was a kid. And <laughs> used to see it. And, like, but he legitimately, like, seems to care about people. Very Like, much. help. Yeah. And, like, helping out people. And I don't think you, like, run outside to, like, tour buses four or five times a day if you don't, like, give a shit about your fellow man. and uh, And then listening to this podcast, they're talking about, like, all these people that, like, like there was people that wrote him letters and there were like there was this one lady who was 600 pounds and she wrote him a letter and just she didn't think he'd ever see it. But he stayed in contact with her for 20 years like through the mail and eventually email and just kept like kept encouraging her and stuff and she's i guess she lost something like 300 pounds but like part of that was just like he cared and was like talking to her and like trying to work her through it and he wasn't getting any money for it like it was just something that he was doing to be nice so it's like it's one of those things like as a human being like i just i would like to know that he's okay because i think he's a good person like i i've I've seen him enough where, like, I've never seen the cruel side of Richard Simmons, you know? Like, I've never... But you se- haven't
0: done his workout videos? You've never <laughs> seen the cruel side? <laughs> it's not 60 seconds yet, no.
1: <laughs> I mean, his workout videos are kind of easy. <laughs> I've seen one or two. And they're not that hard. So, I mean, they're they're mostly made to, like, help really overweight people lose weight. So, it's not like cruel aerobics right? right like it's it's just well,
0: you're sweating to the 80s so it sometimes is cruel aerobics i mean <laughs> i gotta correct you on this i
1: let it slide twice but the third time dude sweating to the oldies is what oh, it is oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: i don't know i my first intro to him was like elementary school gym class and i was like what the hell are we watching like
1: so your gym class like we played used, you a richard simmons
0: we had like a whole month yeah like jazz step month where we would just like do <laughs> gym class exercises sweat into the oldies and even then it was like you know 93 we're like what the hell are we watching like why
1: so do you think maybe they were trying to send you a message
0: that i was obese as a child
1: <laughs> yeah but, yeah
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i think it was just lazy gym class like we also did you know square dancing with like the oldest country records you've ever heard so
1: yeah i feel like everybody <laughs> in montana has yeah, to yeah. suffer through that <laughs> when we were when we were uh, in gym class though we had to suffer through the new country that was coming up but this is the 90s right so it was like Garth oh, god yeah i think some Nitty, Garth bucks i remember i remember strawberry wine coming out there strawberry wine 17 yeah you guys didn't have to (laughs) suffer with that as much as i did apparently uh my buddy brad like used to play it all the time in his house the
2: only one i remember was uh you and me going fishing in the dark
1: yeah yeah and then we changed the words to you and me skeet shooting in the dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah for a lot of people that aren't country fans we certainly had to suffer through a lot of country (laughs)
2: I think that's just being a Montana (laughs) in general, because I I I hear way more country than I ever want to.
0: It's weird that like (laughs) early mid '90s country was like the zenith of like modern country. Like after Garth Brooks, you know, it was like all downhill. And you know, I guess there's popular country artists now, but like people still listen to dirty gritty. Nitty gritty dirt band. You I know, think like. it's
2: like the 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 classic rock effect because <laughs> there's like a point where like the the DJs got to a certain age and that that's what they listen to, and they're old enough they're they're young enough that they're gonna be there a while. Yeah. So they are just keep playing that same stuff. All right, or Thunder or,
0: Rolls.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and that's that's the thing too. Um, even the classic rock has like. It's so frustrating because they had nothing but classic rock out in Helena and so it's like when you get the older people then they listen to more classic rock because like that's what we grew up with. So you get this weird fucking like cycle of like classic rock that just yeah. keeps going in a circle over and over again. But even that has slowly phased out because I remember like Z101 here, they used to play a lot of 60s, and you almost never hear the 60s anymore. Like you do occasionally, but not really to any consistency. Like the closest you're going to get is The Doors.
2: Yeah, you get The Doors, you get Beatles, Stones, that's about it.
1: Yeah, like they they've effectively phased out the decade. Have they added 90 uh 90s though? Definitely. No. Yeah, they <laughs> No, have. they definitely have not. I
2: <laughs> I've listened to more than I care to admit and they I mean they really jumped on the uh per, Pearl Jam, uh a little bit Alice in Chains.
1: Uh, Z101? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like the the great fall station or the dave we have this dave station now dave I've heard of the dave
2: station i have never i well I'm
0: we have a dave Na- like- is it like jack Na- fm or whatever like radio uh, it's exactly
1: like that yeah uh,
0: i kind of like jack fm they had one in missoula that i used to dig because it was like such a wide range of music that like you know you probably don't like all the songs but you're like oh okay i can dig this like
1: yeah, you occasionally hear like an old country song or something, but mostly what I've noticed is it's like songs from I wanna say the eighties and nineties is mo and that might be the time I'm listening, but it's a lot of eighties and nineties stuff, but it's shit that I don't hear anymore. So it's like, oh yeah, like I keep listening to it and it's like it's like having Gary a Newman flashback. Cars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's like, oh, there's a reason why I don't listen to this song anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it was shit like uh oh, uh, what's a good example? Um Like like okay, like they had uh um ring ding dong, ring ding, ding head ding. Yeah, some Dre.
0: Okay, I'm down with some Dre.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they had like that. They had um, just like a lot of songs I haven't thought about forever. How do you talk to an angel? Like I I still don't want to think of that song.
0: No, and I didn't say you wanted to think about them necessarily. (laughs) But it is
1: like it it did. It was at least like, oh, I haven't fucking heard this for a long time. At least like it's not since Touched by an Angel was on television. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's at least like they're irritating songs, just like the other classic rock songs are. But at least they haven't been in a constant loop in your car. So it's like, right. oh, I can yeah. tolerate this now.
0: I love when the new rock stations is like, oh, get rid of the old rocks. Time for some new rock. Here's, here's some, some Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, here's some Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy train. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Are you really? <laughs> yeah, they really like Ozzy. Yeah. <laughs> And all that new rock. You know, there's a game I like to play when I listen to like new metal or new rock. Because all of it sounds like intro music to like a Japanese anime show. So I never know. Like you hear these like arpeggios. And you're like, that's that's straight out of a Gundam Wing episode, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving on. Going back to flashbacks here. We got another alien movie coming out. uh, Alien Covenant. And so there's been a couple of there's been a whole bunch of stuff that's been hitting the net about it, um, and so I just wanted to to go over some of the things and bounce them off you guys that I've been hearing. So apparently Ridley Scott and the creative team said that they heard the audience and they're going to combine the best factors of Prometheus with the Alien franchise. So originally they were just going to do like a like another Prometheus movie, but instead they're moving it. Towards the first Alien movie, and so this is going to be the first of a trilogy if they get them all done.
2: I know they. I was reading they have because they have the one Alien Covenant that's already in the can, ready to come out, um, and then they actually have been writing the script for Alien the Covenant two or whatever that is going to be.
0: Keep on covenanting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's amazing
2: (laughs) and i think it's scheduled for 2018
1: yeah yeah um yeah ridley scott said he's got he's definitely got a script in the can that they're ready to move on because i i think he's feeling his age and i think he wants to he's got a story to tell so he's sort of going through but there's been a whole bunch of stuff on Collider.com that dropped, and so I just wanted to go over some stuff. So the engineers are definitely going to play a part. So, um, Brent, did you did you happen to see Prometheus? I did. Yeah. Uh, did you like Prometheus?
0: Um. Yes and no. Um, that is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> see, think that's I, absolutely correct. I was really correct. Like, stoked on the new Alien movie because Prometheus kind of – it was good, but it also kind of sucked. Like, I wanted to see the Doctor in uh, Fassbender's disembodied head, like, just traveling the galaxy. Woo! Like, I would be down for that movie. <laughs> well,
1: but, that, like, that was one of the things that dropped, is that um they're on another planet, uh, and there is going to be some sort of, like, altar for the engineers. Like, we don't know a whole lot about it, but... um. Nuni Rapace is in it again, like the the lone surviving character, um, oh, whoever really? she plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, David's head is in it, and then eventually gets attached to a body. They said, but like his Not head will be in it. David Tennant.
2: Don't you mean Michael Fassbender?
0: Fassbender.
1: Oh, did I say
2: Tennant? Yeah, you totally <laughs> said Tennant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit. The, the doctor who's going to be in this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, not David Tennant. David Fassbender. Michael, uh, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Fassbender. Jesus, dude. Did I really say Dev- David Tennant? You did. Ugh. All right. Anyway, so. um, You know what? You guys saw
0: Logan, right? You know, yeah. like the trailer before Logan? Like before the Alien Covenant, there was like another movie that was exactly aliens. And it had uh, Ryan Reynolds and the dude from Nightcrawler. And yes. And I was like. Man, if this is Alien, this movie looks terrible. <laughs> I was like really afraid that that was Alien, and then it was like Life. I'm, like, yes, that's not the Alien movie. Thank God.
1: Yeah, yeah there's there's actually a, a trailer for the the new Alien movie. I guess I could throw up a still of the Alien movie since I went to the trouble to make oh. one. So this is gonna be. Uh, I th- this is one of the the new kind of evolutions towards the xenomorphs we do not get a xenomorph in this movie. We're getting closer to the xenomorph from the end of Prometheus, but we do not get a xenomorph because they haven't evolved to that point. So we know that much. That's another thing that's out. But um, maybe I'll make that the cover for the podcast listeners. Anyway, the engineers are going to play a part in this one. Um, And Ridley Scott wanted people to know, oh, so you think that the engineers created mankind? Because they didn't. Like, he said that that's not what happened. So there's more to the story than we knew about Prometheus, which, like...
0: Was it God? Did God do it in seven days? And then the (laughs) eighth day, he created the xenomorph. (laughs) I just want to
1: know if there's going to be a scene where he's like, what does God need with a spaceship? um, It's a little Star Trek V joke there. Uh, Anyway, uh, there's an enormous amount of creatures, they were saying. There's going to be, like, a lot of different alien species in this one. So it's not just, you know, like, prototype Xenomorphs and humans and engineers. There's even more. So I think that's kind of badass. Like, right there, that, like, there's going to be a whole plethora of things. You, you like that uh, word, plethora? No, you're not in?
2: I... Prome- or the Alien franchise is one of those it's just it always has been one of those things that I can watch it but it's it's not something I just really fawn over it's I don't know
1: it um, got so quiet in here it was like daddy hit mommy dude <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. You went through this after I did that alien quiz where we had an entire episode that was like... The quiz alien quiz aliens. that I
2: won, thank you very much.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but you, you just sort of casually drop like, I don't really like the alien movies. <laughs> and then it was just like, well, awesome, because we're going to spend all day talking about it. <laughs> <that." laughs>
2: and I have watched most of them.
0: Most of Most of them are bad. Yeah. Like... <laughs> You know, the first two are right. The third one's Hold, eh. hold on.
1: First two are all right.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> the first one's good. The second one is like uh, all right. The third one What? Like not <laughs> the, the, very good. The
1: second one like started the whole female like lead of a movie. Like Ripley is fucking amazing in that movie. Yeah. Like the second one is so fucking good.
0: But okay, so but then the third one's not very good. Agreed. Resurrection yeah. with Winona, steal everything is bad. Agreed. Like uh, Prometheus is meh. The crossover movies with the Predator are all bad. Like- Disagree. <laughs> what?
1: The first Alien versus Predator movie is terrible. Have you seen the second one? I
0: have, the one where they're in Antarctica?
1: No, and that's the like, first one.
0: Oh, Maybe I didn't see the second one because like okay,
1: <clears throat> this is what I always say to sell people like because I always just assume the second one's bad. Would it change your opinion if you knew that the opening scene, like an alien rips apart a child?
0: Uh, I guess that's in the plus column. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> This <laughs> is the thing.
1: You know what? The, you know what purpose the humans serve in Alien versus Predator two they're fucking bait and food <laughs> and breeding like that's it dude like the humans we don't give a shit about the humans in the second well, one
0: obviously we don't care about the like an aliens versus predator we don't care about
1: humans you're right we don't care about the humans and that's the problem because they spend two fucking hours setting up the humans <laughs> making you feel for the, trying to make you feel for the humans and nobody wants to care about the humans we want aliens and predators you know like
0: i, I guess yeah.
1: Like, somebody told me you can't just have no dialogue for an hour and a half of a movie. I was like, yes, you can. You have predators and aliens fighting, and you make it exciting. Like, how hard is that?
0: That'd probably get really boring. I mean, not that, like, some tacked-on human storyline would be better, but...
1: They did it in the comic books all the time. Just have a narrator. Have Morgan Freeman narrate that shit.
0: <laughs> the voice of God. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, okay, so a a few more things about uh, the movie. So this movie, they ordered 40-gallon drums of blood instead of five-gallon drums. They wanted to make sure that people knew. So (laughs) there's going to be a lot of blood in this movie. It's got the first gay characters, one's in the military and one's uh working for security. So they're protectors and badasses. Like they I don't like they, they kinda made it a point that they're not like stereotypical gay people. So these are our first LBGT characters in the alien universe, which I thought was kinda cool. Like you know, way to go, straight white guy. Like, Again. <laughs> since we can't since we can't get anybody else directing <laughs> movies, I guess, like at least you showed some <laughs> diversity, right? No, um, I'm
0: scared. I'm scared too, bro. Oh, be sweet. Uh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think that's everything I got for the A- Alien Covenant movie. Uh, okay, just, just quick roll call because you guys didn't seem excited about this. I, I'm going to go see Alien Covenant for sure. Are you guys going to go?
2: I'll probably catch it on DVD
0: yeah it's probably a dvd for me too
1: that's fucking I, rough because blu-ray is out <laughs> and you guys are like
2: I want to see this movie I spend so the extra little 25 cents for the blu-ray
0: game. <laughs> <laughs> ooh digital hd yeah I'm gonna pass, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> I'll
1: probably download it on pirate bay What 1080p that's gonna take at least a minute and a half <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go like 920 on this one. <laughs> Not that we do anything with... Let's move on. Uh, Deadpool 2. (laughs) So there's been a bunch of news about Deadpool 2. Of course, there was a teaser. Uh, I'm sure you guys both saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird because the first time I watched it, it had Stan Lee. And then I watched it again. Like, I played it for so many. I was like, weird. I thought Stan Lee was in that. And then I watched it in the theater and I was like, what the fuck? Where's Stan Lee? And... Do you guys know the story behind this? They, I don't know
2: if they cut it for time or what, but they cut that whole back and forth between Deadpool and Stan Lee out of the teaser trailer.
1: It was like seven seconds. Leave Stan the man in there, you know?
0: (laughs) It seems kind of gratuitous to like put Stan Lee like in a teaser trailer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, they did it because he wasn't in the in Deadpool. Oh, so no, he,
2: he wasn't Deadpool. He wasn't in uh, Logan.
1: Oh, oh, okay, gotcha.
2: So that's why they had him in there, but it's yeah, he would have really
0: the, yeah not fit. <laughs> they just had him as a random character.
1: Yeah, that was a weird thing that they did for Logan too, because I think Fox is is very. It seems like Fox and DC are very aware that the the after credit thing is Marvel's thing. And so they tried to do one, but and it got people excited, but for whatever reason, they went away from it after that. So now they're trying to do shorts at the beginning of the movie, which I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I always show up early anyway, So yeah. it's nice to be able to like get like you know hurry up and get your popcorn <laughs> so that you can see a, like a you know it's like Pixar movies. If you get a Pixar movie, they're always going to have a short at the beginning of it, right? Yeah. no idea (laughs) brett no
0: i don't watch like kids movies ever so yeah but
1: pixar is like they're i've seen
0: like one maybe two pixar movies
1: which ones uh
0: i've seen up actually i've seen three i've seen incredibles i've seen toy story
1: what'd you think
0: uh i liked incredibles up uh like, just, like, hits you right in the feels for, but it, the intro's good, but it, not my cup of tea, like, and then Toy Story was, you know, all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story 3 is amazing, dude. It's Scarface in Toy Story form. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Hmm. Like there's a um there's a symbol monkey who's like the eye in the sky, like watching all of this stuff. And he's got his eyes wide open and they're bloodshot. And he <laughs> like he fucking looks like he's been coked out for a week. <laughs> like, it's amazing. <laughs> and then it's it's totally about uh mortality and part of it too. I mean like it's yeah. it is like that Toy Story 3 was, like, made for old people dressed up in little kid clothes. Would you agree with that, Brandon? Yeah,
2: and uh,
1: the end of that
2: kicks you right in the feels.
1: Not the very end, but, like, like the the, the, the... the climax of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the part where they're, like, in the dump, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It really, it's really intense. Like, you kind of watch it, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, I started to tear up at that movie, and I was like, Holy fuck. But we got off on a fucking tangent. We're talking <laughs> about Deadpool too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh what I wanted to talk about the teaser on that. So there were a couple of easter eggs in that teaser. Uh the first one was uh riding on the on the phone booth that said uh Nathan Summers coming soon.
1: Yeah, was that like a reference to Scott Summers in any way?
2: Um, I believe Nathan Summers is Cable's actual name.
1: Oh, okay. Is he related to
0: Cyclops? Yeah, he's his grandchild.
1: He's his grandchild? Yeah. What, is he from the future or something?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew the future part. <laughs> 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 that makes sense now that I say it.
2: <laughs> and then the other thing that they people have been talking about on the internet was one of the scenes. There
1: was a bunch
2: of firefly posters everywhere.
1: Yeah. I think that's cause I casted one of the guys from firefly. That The, that's the rumor
2: heard. is Nathan Phil and Fillion is going to be cable.
1: Yeah. So no, um, <laughs> that's the other thing we were going to talk about. um, They they haven't made an announcement yet, but uh, I've been seeing sources all over that saying, um, like they've unofficially said that it's going to be David Harbor is going to be playing Cable, and so that's the sheriff in Stranger Things, which makes sense because that show just blew up and was like huge.
0: That dude's like not Cable though.
1: I mean, I I looked at pictures of him in Stranger Things, and then like pictures of Cable, they, and I'm they can like, make it. They could pull He looks off. like he kind of looks like him. You just have to gray up his hair a little bit.
2: Give him a gray crew cut. He
0: needs to like buff out. He needs to like hit the gym every day and like. I could yeah. Because he's not like he doesn't have to Cable is right ripped.
1: Now. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have like, to be though? Like yes. every superhero, yes. Is, yes, well, hold, he on, does. hold on, hold <laughs> on. Every superhero is ripped.
0: Right, but Cable every
2: is every last one, dude. Ripped.
0: You put he's
2: like, like super. He's twice commander. the
1: size of Deadpool is. Yeah, but it's a fucking comic book, dude. Like, <laughs> I just, I just need somebody who acts like him enough. Like, look, if we can fucking pass off like Eric Foreman as Venom. We could tolerate well, that's this. Not, that that's, was not I don't know if we though. could say pass off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorta of just kick the legs out from my himself. point, didn't
0: I? <laughs> yeah, he was like the worst Eddie Brock he could have cast. Yeah. yeah. agreed. Um They've also talked about Lou Perlman. Of course. Ron Perlman. Ron Pearlman, yeah.
2: I thought he would have made a good cable. Um But I don't but, know that he has a grass well, to do it. I with. mean, and we'll get to it later, but uh, Wolverine, because he's in the comics, he's only five two, which is my height.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And um, the I can't think huge of the guy, ax huge Axman, the huge <laughs> Ackman. He like, is way taller than five two.
1: Yeah, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. That's why we well, no, were because we you're five. six two. I, I'm six for, one. I'm six
2: one. See, for, for those that are five two, we look up to people that are five two. <laughs> Wolverine is one of them. We we hold near and dear. Him to Him and Muggsy Bogues.
0: <laughs>
1: look, I hear you, but like like Spider Man is like five foot six. Like he's also on the shorter side um they've had a couple of tall spider man nobody noticed nobody cared like this is the th- this is the thing with that well
0: but height is different than like body mass like you know you can do tricks with cameras to make people taller shorter you can't make a dude look like the twice as size you can't make him look like the rock if he's not the rock you know like you just gotta hit the gym like there's no fixing that with camera special effects
1: Okay, first off, they can hit the gym. Like that's never an issue. Like yeah. I've seen that time and time again. I saw Toby Maguire fucking be real thin and then actually like get muscle definition. I like that's not a problem as far as that goes, but this whole like being obsessed over the body mass thing, like to me it comes down to one question. And that question is do they inhabit like the the character, like the spirit of the character, and that's the important part because the physical stuff you can do tricks with, you can like build them up, you can like make them look taller if you want, you can make them look shorter. But like, and if you're bringing up a picture, you don't have to because I already know what cable <laughs> looks like. No, but, no, 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 no. Oh, gonna, okay. Um... But uh, it's like I'm more concerned with like the character. Like being right rather than, uh, and being entertaining rather than just having somebody it be a somebody that Deadpool's
2: gonna bounce off of is my main focus of having Cable. Because I mean, the back and forth in the comics between Cable and Deadpool is what drives that.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It doesn't have to be a physical thing for me. It's got to be more of a, and, and uh,
2: I don't want. And I don't care that they, if they match what I see on the comics that I don't care. I honestly don't care. I'd rather see a good movie and get a good character out of it over somebody that looks the part.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from, too. I mean, I think he'll I think he I think he'll be fine if that's the guy they go with. But they've also said that they're trying to find the right guy, and that's why it's taken them so long. Like, they were planning on filming already, and they've been holding it off because they've been trying to make sure they got the casting right for Cable. So, I don't know. Like, I, I just I, – I'm not – like, that guy, David Arbor – He's fucking killing it on Stranger Things. Like he's killing it. And I I just I feel like it's time to give him the big check and like give him the tights and let him go at it. I don't mean literal tights cuz I know he doesn't <laughs> wear tights, but you know what I mean? Like steel suit or whatever the fuck it is that he wears.
2: <laughs> give him the laser eye.
1: Yeah, give him the, give laser, him the laser eyes. Eye. By the way, I don't think you're going to find an actor with a laser eye in Hollywood. I think they're going to have to CGI that shit in. I'm just that's just my my that's my hot take. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um
0: you know, one thing I will say about the teaser though is man that joke was it was funny, but they like just killed that joke. It was way too long and it was way too like just horrific he, like See, laying right, down with him he's like talking oh like right like, in this blood spot yeah he's like just laying on the dead body like <laughs> like it was funny for like a second but it was like 30 seconds at least of just jokes with the dead body and I'm like uh this
1: it's
0: a little too graphic for me I'm kind of out on this
1: that's so funny that that was your problem because <laughs> my problem was like it was too long in the phone booth like the the ass against the the phone booth window was funny to me, but there was a lot of stuff in the phone booth. I'm just like, ah, get on with it. But then when he's like out and then like laying in his pool, of blood like to me that's Deadpool. Yeah, like that's totally <laughs> like because Deadpool just doesn't give a fuck. Like he's <laughs> he's not a good person. He's no. just like he's more concerned with like cracking a joke than he is doing the right thing. You know. <laughs> a- anyway,
2: uh. The the last thing I wanted to talk about was the uh all the text that was at the end of that teaser.
1: Oh yeah yeah, he's talking about the old man in the sea. It's a, it's a total breakdown. It's a
2: word essay on the old man in the sea.
1: Yeah, I read the entire thing. Oh. I like paused it and started <laughs> reading it and it reminded me that I read it when I was like between 8th grade and ninth grade because my dad <laughs> made me read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what that was. I saw it in the theater I was like what the f-? Fuck is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's basically he writes it dead like if you're doing a book a, report on a, the old man in the sea he pretty much broke it down for you
2: written as deadpool writing yeah. this essay
1: yeah and it's not it's really not worth your time to go through it i'm gonna be honest like i would it, rather read the old man in the sea uh there's only like three jokes in the the whole text yeah yeah
2: why would it was about that? two minutes worth of reading it me so it was you can find the the transcript online if you google it
1: yeah why did he go with it i have no fucking idea (laughs) i thought about that and i was like okay the old man in the sea is about perseverance it's about pushing through it's about uh grit and determination i'm like this has nothing to do with deadpool i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) no i
2: i have not found a link either
1: (laughs) So maybe, maybe there's something there or maybe it was just like a weird random thing and they were like, yeah, Deadpool would totally go with a weird random thing. Uh, I don't know. But okay. So now we're going to talk about Logan. Okay. Spoilers. Fucking, if you don't want to hear spoilers, get out because we've all seen it. We're not going to be the lame douches you've been hearing on podcasts and TV shows for the last couple of days being like well i don't want to spoil it well i don't want to spoil it no we're gonna fucking spoil it and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna talk in depth about it like we do every goddamn superhero movie that comes out <laughs> so get on board and listen or just turn the shit off and come back to it when uh you know when when you actually like go and watch a movie or don't fucking come back to it. i i could give a shit less I Give a shit less you downloaded us already it's too late the <laughs> die is cast the so damage is done. That's right. Uh, what? All right. So, what? What's your guys' impressions on Logan? Like, how did you feel about the movie? Did you like it? I loved it. You know, it was
2: hard watching it because some some dude behind me was like <gasps> cutting up onions for some reason. So, it was, was he
1: literally cutting onions, or was he just crying?
2: No, he was cutting yeah. onions, and I was crying. So oh. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> yeah, I loved it, but I don't ever want to watch it again. Like I kind of made my peace with it. It's like attending a funeral, you know, it's like we had good times, we had some laughs, we shared some memories like, and it's done. And I don't want to go back to that place anymore.
1: I gotta be honest. Um, I've gotten to a place where I thought superhero movies, like I'm like, Oh, this is really good. This might be the best one, you know, like going through it. But then I go to rewatch them and I kind of lose interest as i 'm rewatching them that 's been happening with a lot of marvel i 'm in d c movies i don 't even have to rewatch them. I kind of realize that on the first time it 's not that great but um it's uh I, i've been been realizing like they 're not Super great to rewatch. Like, I feel like Logan, I'm probably gonna rewatch a lot. Like, not right really? away, but like every couple of years. Yeah, because it's fucking good. I like, don't think I
0: can do that to myself. I'm not masochistic enough to want to just like cry and like, I don't know. It's like watching your best friend die. Like horrifically.
1: So you're talking to a guy who watches the Elephant Man and the Shawshank Redemption every year. <laughs> every year, I fucking have a tear fest watching this movie. <laughs> why? Um, I I have no problem crying. Like I don't know. Like <laughs> so, why
0: would you want to watch the Shawshank Redemption again? I like, watch the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, dude, oh, I will watch it oh, at any point sure. in that no, wait, movie. Wait. You said Shawshank. I thought you said Schindler's List. I was like, whoa, oh, why did no, no, you watch no, movie? No. <laughs> no, see, did. I, I kind of,
2: like, like, on First Impression, it, it's kind of like watching 12 Years of Slave. Like, it was good, but I I don't know if I, like, can put myself through that for a while.
0: I was really sad <sighs> after that for, like, most of the evening. It was really, I don't know, it was a dark place. So I had a question though. If X, so if Wolverine is Wolver- Logan's Wolverine, like what the fuck would you call X twenty three? Like fucking Honey Badger, because she don't <laughs> give a shit. She just kills everybody.
1: I feel like X twenty three or her name is going to be the route that they go. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's my, that's my opinion. But that's if we even get another movie with her. Honestly, like we don't know. This is like. 12 years ahead of now in the timeline and it's pushed way out and you know part of the reason they did that was so that they could be like if patrick stewart or hugh jackman decided to take a dump truck full of money to do another movie they still got a bunch of space in the timeline to do it in but uh Yeah, I don't know. I I just I really dug that movie. I thought it was done well on every level. Like I thought it was filmed really amazingly. I thought that the plot was really good and there was stuff that when you first watch it, you get the overall impression. And when you think about it, there's so much going on under the surface in that movie that it's just like it's a fucking deep movie. And I love movies like that. Like I will go to revisit movies like that all the time and uh, i i i'm calling it right now like i i guarantee i'll be watching this movie maybe not like next year or the year after but like three or four years i'll probably give it a watch and like five or six years after that i'll give it a watch and like seven or eight years later i'll give it a watch like i'll you know probably watch it six seven more times if like
2: the nukes don't fall before then <laughs> right <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good point. But that's sort of that's and that's one of the the themes underneath the theme, right? Like if you sit there and watch it, there's you think about I like to think about what was going on when they were writing this movie. And when they were writing this movie, just about a year and a half ago, we were getting the immigration debate was really hot again, and of course, it's fucking boiling now. But like they were thinking about, you know, like how the Republican party were starting to treat immigrants and all this build a wall chants and all these things. And it's definitely present in this movie. Like there's a fucking undercurrent going on in this movie, which I appreciate cause they don't squash it up in your face. But when you like double back and look at it, you're like, Oh yeah, there is kind of a thing going there because X-Men, they love to like talk about outsiders. They love to talk about people who don't belong in society And now they're doing that with immigrants. And I think it's like really appropriate. Like I love it when science fiction tells us things about ourselves. I
0: like like this underlying story about like dementia and elderly care and like the sort of strength you have to have to, you know, care for the sick and the elderly. Like the scene where they're at that guy's house and Wolverine carries professor X, to the top of the stairs and it's like a shot of him like from the bottom of the stairs like sun shining down on him and, and his, he's like holding this frail looking man in his arms like you know showing that you don't have to be a superhero you don't have to wear the costume to like you know care for elderly or like care for someone who's been there for you for so long and like carried you and now it's time to like physically carry them to like their resting place so.
1: And having been a caregiver, I would say um, that that was stuff that wasn't lost on me either. It, and it, like it's just like a fact of life. Like if you live long enough, like like if if your parents live long enough, you're gonna have to take care of them. And it's it was like the little touches that they threw in there that a lot of movies would have just skipped over because, like for example, we see Professor X in all the other movies. Did we ever once see somebody fold up a wheelchair and put it in a trunk for him?
2: Not really, no. No, like, not hovered. one time. And that's, <laughs> well, not in the movies, though.
1: But, I mean, like, that's something that is, like, like, that is a crucial thing with somebody in a wheelchair. Like, you have to fucking, you have to get him in the car. You have to transfer him into the car. You have to fucking break down the chair. You got to put it back there. Like, he's helping him to the bathroom, which I know they were trying to make it, like, kind of a funny scene because the audience is a little bit uncomfortable. But I've done that, like, I don't know how many times, like thousands of times, like I had to get somebody in the bathroom and you have to sort of hang out because if they fall off, that's going to be a problem. So you have to like make sure you're there to help them out. Like that's all like real shit. And I appreciated Literally. it. And I I cried twice during the movie. Um, and the first time my wife didn't see it, thank God, and I started to pool in tears. And it, I don't remember specifically what it was, but it was like a Wolverine taking care of of uh professor x we were talking about it so like you kind of pulled the tear when he was when he died uh for me it was at some point before that i remember they were driving or something but it was just like he looked so old and frail and i remember like thinking about that and being like god my dad or my mom is going to be like that someday i'm gonna have to take care of him you know like it was it felt like a very real moment um and then the end of the movie fucking I, and my wife literally made fun of this, <laughs> like made fun of me in the theater for it. And she's seen me cry at movies a lot, but uh, I'd fucking, I broke up and lost it when Wolverine was dying and it wasn't because he died. Like I knew he was going to die going in. I wasn't like overly sad about it. It was because his emotions like break, like he actually gets to express his, his emotions at the end and the girl says to him, and God, I'm starting to like well up thinking about that now but the girl goes like daddy and like it she doesn't talk very much in the movie but when she says daddy it sounded just like my daughter saying daddy and it just fucking hit me in the feels like right in the solar plexus and it was it was it was a fucking brutal, like, beautiful moment. And, like, that moment is why I will continue to watch this movie. Like, I really feel like it. Like, how many superheroes ha- uh, movies have a beautiful moment like that, you know?
2: Yeah, I'm having a hard time coming up with one.
1: I can't think of one right now. So,
0: when she, when she took the cross and she flipped it over to the X, that was like, oh... Oh! Oh God! Oh! That one got you. Yeah, that's what got me. That's so like, weird.
1: Like, I saw like, that. And I, was I like, thought it was really cheesy. I, I did too. <laughs> I did too. I saw flip the X, and I was like, "Eh." But I'm <laughs> like a
0: huge X-Men fan. I feel like the like, the capsulation of like, this journey that you've been on for like almost two decades. You know, like seeing your hero dying and like having respects paid to him. Like, just really hit me hard. I don't know.
1: How about you Brandon? Um did you did you cry at all during the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Which part?
0: Real men cry during Logan. <laughs>
2: uh the one, the one when uh the very end where um she holds his hand and you know he's just dying but he he feels love
0: for the first but doesn't time. get to
2: really experience it for long. I thought was really touching. Um the other one was uh right before Professor X died when he was talking to who he thought was
1: Logan. Yeah. Yeah, that bummed me out too. I like cuz
2: he'd like he was really like going off about like having a whole like being in a a home, quotation mark, like just like it, feeling family around it. Because I started thinking about his like it. It was really good because it got me thinking about his character, and his parents died when he was really young, and he kept trying. I mean, he had this huge mansion to himself,
1: and, and he filled empty.
2: it. He filled it with children basically to have somebody around him.
1: So that's something else about this movie is like how many layers are going on in the movie, because you saw that scene and you were touched it for that reason. I saw the same scene. And what really struck to me was like when, when the guy kills professor X, uh, I'm like, Oh my God, that's so horrible because he just basically let Wolverine know that he's not a disappointment and he loves him. And Wolverine will never get to hear that now. Yeah. Like he's got to just know, but he'll never get the satisfaction he didn't get of to hearing it. it. Yeah, yeah. And like that was what hit me. But both are like equally like powerful things. Like all contained within that one scene. Like that's why this is such a good movie. Like there's just a lot of thought and care into the writing of the movie and the way that they perform the movie. Like, it's just so good. And we could talk about the violent scenes, but, like, a lot of people were like, oh, it's so violent, so violent. Bitch, I've seen so many, like, more violent movies. Like, I but know for a superhero movie, it's, like, really it's violent. It's good that but- it
0: had the violence, though, because you can't tell, honestly tell the story of Wolverine that without violence. Like, in the Wolverine, he's, like, stabbing Yakuza, and they're like, ooh, and they fall down, but it's not... You know, it's not the same. He's ripping them to shreds with, like, knives, you know? When he's taking headshots on, like, Chulos stealing his car, like, you know he's not pulling punches. And it's like, oh, shit, this movie's, like, (laughs) you know...
1: He is literally everything. not pulling punches. <laughs> no, literally <laughs> not pulling. Punches. He's going but, for headshots. But uh, and, and like it, so for a superhero movie, it is violent. They didn't pull back on the violence like they normally do with Wolverine. But like that was like the people who kept talking about that Missed to me were like else. missing a point. Yeah. like
0: every other point of the movie.
1: Yeah, it's like the people who say I don't like a Tarantino movie or a Scorsese movie or a Coppola movie because they're too violent. It's like, well, you're fucking missing the whole point of the movies. Like, even the violence, it's like, and I would say that the violence in Logan is the same as to those directors I just mentioned, which is the violence there is not meant to just be glossed over and ignored. Like, it's meant so that, like, It makes you feel horrible when you see it. Like, it makes you feel uncomfortable when you see it because that's how violence should be. Right. And when they stylize it, as fun as it can be to watch, like, it's just not good to, like, watch that stylized violence where, like, you don't think about it and it doesn't hit you at all. Like, it's pretty removed from what violence really is. Like, it's brutal and it's awful. And it's on full display in this movie. You
2: know, and they actually do a really good job of... Really driving what you just explained home because throughout the movie they keep referencing an x-men comic yeah and and through comics it seems like a lot of times violence is just it's I mean it's part of comics yeah but it's just a glossy picture on a page and this one this movie drives like he doesn't like really stabbing people in the head. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: like
2: it's how
1: many big, times does he do that to like put his claws through somebody's like head four
0: or five times at least
1: yeah i mean it's the most efficient way to use your claws i would imagine <laughs>
0: well,
3: yeah it definitely gets the job done too, like.
1: <laughs> and then like seeing the brutalities going through afterwards where he's like pulling the bullets out of his body and like all of that shit. And it's like, like it definitely takes a toll, even though his healing factor is going out. It's also like evident that it takes a toll because it's like, even his, his daughter, like she sucks out a bullet in one part and it makes you think about like, Oh, that's got to suck. Like sucking out that bullet out of your body. Like gross, you know? Um, I didn't understand what the
0: end game for the evil company was. You're like, all right, we're gonna breed children, and we'll weaponize them for some purpose.
1: <laughs> so they hunt mutants.
4: You
0: know, no. actually, <laughs> you know what? I thought. Okay, so this is a thought I had. We've seen both futures, so we've seen Days of Future Past, where the Sentinels. All like everyone's dead from the mutant. And we can wars. assume
1: that the stuff was changed, so we're in a different future. Right, and we're right? in a different yeah. future now. We're in an alternative we... two thousand fifteen.
0: And then in this future <laughs> you know, humans are doing well, all the mutants are dead. But I don't think it's better. Like I mean, sure it's not apocalypse and it's not or not age of apocalypse, but like end of world type scenario. But I don't know that for all of his troubles of days of future past, like he made the world a better place. I think it's probably shittier.
1: Who are we talking about?
0: Wolverine. So we've seen him like pull a flash and change the timeline. So we've seen what the regular timeline was. He goes back days of future past, he changes it. And then Logan is the timeline he creates after changing all of history.
1: Okay. Can I, can I make like Mount a counter argument here? Um, 'Cause you're right it would appear that way, but he's like it's like twelve years in the past from from Logan is where it happened. And so what I'm thinking is like because the Sentinels would have just wiped out every single one by the time you get to the, the place they are in the timeline in Logan, there's no mutants left. Right, like there's probably no mutants left at all. If you're to like fast that, forward to that time, that,
2: that's what I had gathered throughout that movie. Is there were very few mutants left because they had basically rounded them up and done God knows what with them.
0: But it was also like a chat, tra- like Children of Men, where like the mutant gene isn't being transferred to children anymore, so like it's not mutating and. In- teenagers lives after like i don't know i said 25 years or like 87 or uh, something like that
1: but then the company basically makes a bunch of mutants so we got another x-men team apparently (laughs) we got the young x-men now so (laughs) it'll be fine (laughs) i don't know anyway um any other thoughts on that like closing thoughts on the movie or anything else you guys want to hit before we go? you know there the, the there was
2: a couple of things I saw one I thought was really interesting was uh the self driving trucks
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> one of the few little glimpses of future technology that we got in this movie, like yeah. most of it. Most of it was done in a way where, in a believable way, I felt like, where it's just like, they don't go to any trouble to make things look futuristic, because that's when shit is always like way off. Like, think of like Back to the Future 2. Like, the future (laughs) is so much different from what we got now. And we could talk about all the stuff that's the same, but there's so much that's different. Yeah. (laughs) So. uh, The
0: thing that bugged me the most, I would say, about the movie was like the... God damn commercial advertising! Like every time someone pulled up, it was like a giant Chevy truck logo. And it Ford. Was like, it was Ford. Well, there was Ford. There was Chevy. There yeah. was like um he was, didn't
2: drive a Dodge. Was he driving a Dodge at the end? He drove a
0: Dodge. Yeah. Like every single time there was yep. a vehicle, it was like a straight shot right on the emblem, like Ford Tough and <laughs> Ford F two fifty.
1: Sam Elliott's like off in the background bold my ford (laughs) it's like what the (laughs) fuck what's sam elliott doing in this movie (laughs) by the way if we're ever gonna do the old man logan storyline which this was not the old man logan storyline i kept saying over and over again stop saying you're doing this if you're if you can't do it so they clearly couldn't do it and they didn't do it i thought they, they actually came up with a better story but uh, if you're ever going to do Old Man Logan now that Hugh Jackman's out, why not Sam Elliott, dude? Why not Sam Elliott?
2: I don't think he could pull it off physically.
1: It's Old Man Logan. Have you read Old Man Logan? He no. can't pull it off physically either. That's the point. Dude, I re-
2: I because I watched two seasons of The Ranch now. <laughs> okay. With Sam Elliott. So he, you're a
1: Sam Elliott master now.
2: He can't sit straight through thirty minutes of taping.
1: <laughs> I mean, this sounds like old man Logan to me. <laughs> I'm like, just I don't saying, know if he's he could, an old man. F- they
2: could film him like as I just don't think he could like because when you watch watch him on the ranch, the first scene he's in, he is like straight up, and then he like. Five minutes in, he's about here.
1: 20 minutes, he's about here. <laughs> it doesn't work. 30 minutes. Hold on. It doesn't work if you say the minutes into the mic and then go away from the mic to talk. <laughs> uh, this is for the Facebook Live, people. Okay. They still can't hear you. We're all on the same. We all have the same With hearing.
0: powers combined.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not like speaking into the Wi-Fi, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're using the microphones.
2: That's why I came back and talked to the mic. Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) All right, so Sam Elliott's not a good choice, is what you're telling me.
2: I mean, I'd love to see Sam Elliott as Old Man Wolverine, but...
1: Just CGI it. You guys would hate me if I was in charge of the Fox universe, man. I'd just be having, like... It can't be
2: any worse than Josh Trank.
1: (laughs) It's a very true point. (laughs) Okay.
2: Well, I don't know, because... Giving you a butt shitload of money, you might have a hell of a coat problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. If I didn't have kids and a wife, I'd be really doomed. (laughs) Uh, So I just wanted to hit one other thing that I almost forgot to talk about. So last week we did the the lip sync battle. Uh, We fucking killed it. My cafe fucking won everything. I was dressed (laughs) as Madonna. I like to think I was an adorable Madonna. I don't know. You guys can be the judge of that. But.
0: I showed everyone I knew that picture. Did you really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they should have come to
1: the arena, dude. <laughs> I don't
0: know. What I didn't even was. know about it until like after it happened. I was like, oh yeah. Oh no, Alex wasn't drag. This <laughs> is the best thing ever. <laughs> As Madonna.
1: It was so great, dude. We were working right up until we went on stage for both songs on our songs. Like, we just kept working on them and working on them and, like, incorporating new bits. It was really exciting. It makes me want to dance more. But then, once my ankles healed up from the constant stress of, like, this one fucking dance move that I, like, had to (laughs) learn, I just decided, like, now I'm never doing this again. It's like the Holocaust. Never again. (laughs) Never again. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. A lot of money raised for the Myrna Lois, so. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: All
1: right, I think it's time to go. I'm Biggs. I'm Brandon. And I'm Brent. Right, okay, take it easy. There we go. I didn't know if it was going to play for a minute there.
2: It was really touch and go.
1: Yeah. I know Zach's screaming at us to respect the outro (laughs) right now from his headphones. So we're going to respect that outro?
4: No. (laughs) No. never stop never stopping respect in the outro i don't actually have debates on my show it's called that's debatable but i don't really have an affirmative or negative debate really it's not a win or loss kind of debate the way that i've organized the show is to kind of try to talk about arguments um as opposed to having any one argument in particular i think talking about arguments is a fun way to have an argument you're kind of arguing with people as opposed to necessarily against them i'm not safe for network podcast. Take that OE, you drink it down to the label. Yeah. You uh, get yourself a funnel from a gas station. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You then pour sauce in
1: up to where the, the malt liquor started. Fill her back up. Mm-hmm. So you got yourself a little bit of a buzz on because you just drank about a third of a bottle of malt liquor. Put it inside yourself. Experience mm-hmm. what we just had the absolute privilege of mm-hmm. experiencing mm-hmm. in such a thickening. Yeah. I don't see any way that anyone's ever going to regret this. Yeah. No. We had a good life.
4: When Wilford Brimley is telling you that that's what he's going to do, you're like, oh, wow, it must be aliens. It's totally because the mustache. Yeah, yeah, believe the mustache because when he is in the thing and he is missing the mustache. Bad news. There's something about him that's not right. And the characters pick up on it right away and they lock Mm -hmm. him away. (laughs) You know, the plot suggests it's for other reasons, but he is a man that should have a mustache. And when he doesn't, it codes for strangeness. And just all around wrongness and weirdness. The
3: Alien Movie Project.
1: Hi, I'm Biggs. Check out my podcast, Biggs on Film, where I do insightful commentaries on films that you love. Uh, Gort the robot, they call him Newt. Yeah, Newt. Like like he's uh, Norwe- like, Norwegian. Yeah, <laughs> he's mostly Norwegian. Mostly. The two <laughs> fancy skeletons in the back are the worst. <laughs> I know, they're the best. Like, it's no wonder they lost this battle. <laughs> That's a gross-looking punching bag. Oh, yeah, I'd that worried punching... about getting Seminilla punching that bag. I think he might have... Given that punching bag, Salmonella. Well, every now and then it's insightful. Find us on iTunes.